All right, let me know when you're ready, GBG. I'm ready, bro. He's ready, bro. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome to episode six of Inside the Booth. This is your weekly pod with Cody and Brendan. Finally got the two uh, handsome hosts on at once for once. Uh, what's up, my dog? Uh, doing good, man. It's about time. Just us two. Uh, cute boys. Uh, I'm a little bit out of my element right now. It feels a little bit just weird doing this during daylight. I'm not really sure what to do with my hands right now. Yeah, you should turn the camera off because, boy, you'd be like... Wait, is my camera really on? No. So, yeah. uh, Might as well get into it here. Uh, Cody and... I mean, sorry. Lucas and Dustin's episode was a couple days ago. Um, Basically... We're just going to be mixing and matching two of us. I haven't been around for the past couple episodes. Uh, not going to lie, they had me in the first half, but <laughs> Mama, we made it here. Um, yeah, so we'll just get into it as far as sports. And I'm going to have to mute myself. My dog keeps barking, so bear with me here. Um, I wanted to actually talk about the trade deadline, Cody. All right. And what do you want to talk about, man? think is actually going to get traded at the deadline there's a couple teams that are in dire need um a name that's been thrown around a lot lately is cordy glenn from the Bengals. left tackle i know a lot of teams that could use a left tackle that's average well i can tell you this for certain brendan uh we've seen the last of cordy glenn in a Bengals uniform and i'm not so sure if he's going to get traded but he's definitely not going to be on this team much longer whether that's getting cut or traded What's the story with that? Basically, he came back to practice on Wednesday. He was a full participant. And I guess him and Jim Turner, uh, the famous offensive line coach who uh, has a nice history of bullying and, and just being kind of a complete scumbag, I guess they got into a altercation, screaming match, and... I don't know. The Bengals ended up fining Cordy Glenn $200,000 for basically um, not for taking too long to return from his concussion. But I guess this kind of stuff happened with him in Buffalo as well, because uh, the year before he got traded to the Bengals, he was having like foot issues and he was just basically like he just wouldn't come back. Like he was healthy. He just didn't want to like he's like he's <laughs> so one like of those <clears throat> Yeah, he's it's one of those like, guys that like he doesn't really love football, but he's just such a giant human being. Like he has to play it. Like <laughs> he has no other choice. So, you know, he's just he's kind of one of those players. So honestly, I hope they trade him. They might be able to flip him for a third round, maybe it Maybe a late second if someone's desperate, um, but you know we'll see. I'm not. I'm not too upset. I, I thought he was a baby back bitch, and he was never really good to begin with. 
And we have Jonah Williams, so I'm not too concerned. I'd like to see us get some value out of him, though. Even I think they can get like a fourth or fifth. Yeah, I think they can get a little. I don't. They're. I don't think they'll cut him. I think that's the last thing they'd want to do. But I mean, at this point, other teams that are looking to trade for him kind of have the advantage because they know that Cordy Glenn doesn't want to play for the Bengals now. They could just wait it out and wait. Yeah, at least. Yeah, that's a tough situation for the Bengals to be in. Um, other than that, I mean, there's a couple teams that are in need of stuff before the deadline. I know the Patriots, um, they went from having an incredible offense for a couple weeks. Everybody's talking shit about how the Patriots always end up with the best players. And then now they're looking pretty thin. Um, they have a lot of wide receiver injuries. So, um, the, the worst move they made this season, I think is getting rid of Demarius Thomas. They traded him to the Jets to make room for Antonio Brown. Now they have neither of them, uh, yeah. which really hurts. But a name coming across my radar before the trade deadline could be Corey Davis from the Titans. Um, I think that potentially could be a really sweet move. He's a solid pass catcher. It's not like a breakout star, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think they would – they might have to pay a hefty price for him just because – of his pedigree of being a top five pick and everything. I could also see them maybe possibly uh, going after Devonte Parker of Miami. I mean, they're having a fire sale. Why not just get rid of everyone? They could probably get him for a, probably a third rounder. Honestly, it's true. Yeah. It all, I guess it depends on um, really how willing the AFC is to give players to new England. Everybody's always skeptical to trade players in New England because yeah. it seems like New England always wins the deals. Honestly, if I was New England, I would be more concerned about finding a pass-catching tight end than finding a receiver. Like, I think they should be tra- trying to trade for Tyler Eifert right uh, yeah. now. I'd love to see that. And also, I think Seattle is in the mix to get Eifert, but I definitely do think Eifert will be moved. And I definitely think that... People are going to try to get AJ, and unless they get an offer they can't resist, he's obviously going to stick around, and then he's probably just not going to resign, and we'll we'll just get uh, a compound <laughs> story pick for him. The next worst year. thing that could possibly happen is news comes out like, say AJ Green doesn't resign with us, um, as crazy as that may sound, and then news comes out after that where he says like, or where, like he wouldn't know, I guess, but like. Say a story breaks after that where the Bengals were offered like just a ridiculously good pick and they didn't take it because they were confident he would resign with us. I think that's the worst possible scenario that I can that's, definitely see. <clears throat> Basically, Andrew Whitworth situation. I know that's what I'm thinking. Like the same exact thing happened, and they just they just they're so stubborn in the negotiations. Like they wouldn't give Whitworth a couple extra million in that extra year. Like, they just refused to give it to him. And, I mean, you just – look how far that set you back. Right. It's you just, got to pay for a left tackle, let's yeah. be honest. And, I mean, honestly, they could really – if they wanted to move Geno, I could see them trying to do that. I wouldn't take anything less than a third-rounder for him. Yeah. I don't I don't think you'd get much for Carlos Dunlap. I think he's he's hitting that, that downward slope pretty quickly, and I think a lot of teams are seeing that. You could flip William Jackson if you're not gonna, if you're not going to pay him, you might as well flip him. You might be be able to get a second round pick, and 
in all honesty, if this is going to be a complete fire sale, if the next two weeks go poorly, which they obviously will, <laughs> why don't we just trade Joe Mixon? Like, just trade him. And I have two thing, two responses to what you just said there. There's a lot of breakdown. But um, first, well, actually a few now. Because first, I wanted to say I would love to see Eifert go somewhere um, where he can have the chance to be successful. I'm mm-hmm. a big Eifert fan, and I would like to see him um, kind of get get away from that injury bug and actually have a successful season um, or a successful career. Um, the the running back thing, trading Mixon, I saw numbers come out today, um, some stat Twitter, where like in 2018, it listed like, I don't know if you saw this tweet, basically it named like eight of the top NFL running backs. Like it was like Christian McCaffrey, um, Saquon, it's like eight top of the top running backs, and it compared their numbers in 2018 to their backups numbers, and their backups numbers are barely any less yard per carry. Like it just goes to show that like running backs truly are interchangeable unless you get like a once in a lifetime running back. Mm-hmm. And Mixon could be. He's not going to be with our offensive line, and like no, he could be successful somewhere else. And you could say, oh, he could have been that for the Bengals. I mean, look at us. We have like one of the worst rushing offenses right now in the league. Um, I mean, I completely agree there. And I think if <clears> – I don't know. I'm so torn on Joe Mixon. I I mean, they had basically the same offensive line last year, and he was fine. He was – this year, I just don't know. Like, I feel like some plays – He's obviously getting hit in the backfield one to two yards deep in the backfield, which happened last year too, but he still averaged 4.2 yards a carry, which is incredible. But I feel like this year he's missing some of those holes that are opening up and he's, I don't know. It's like he's dancing back there. Kind of what Jeremy Hill did after his breakout season in 2014. And when he came back in 2015 and everyone thought he was going to go off, he just kept dancing back there in the backfield um, and he just couldn't Sometimes get just anything be that going. Guy that'll put his head down, just hit yeah. the hole. And that's what Joe Mixon was at first. And now he's—I don't know if he's too much in his head now, or what. But you just need the best thing for this offense right now is they need someone that's going to run downfield. Yeah. They just need a one-cut guy, get as many yards that's as you can, that. and and get going. Through this entire season, I think Joe Mixon has only been a part of like. 17 oh gosh i'm gonna misquote this something about in the past like number of weeks joe mixon has been a part of like 17 routes run Mm -hmm. just last week alone um tevin coleman was part of 16 routes run just to go to show like we're obviously not giving him the opportunity to make like plays and this i mean this is the passing game i'm talking about but if you're not passing well, you're not going to run well either. That's just how the league goes. And he's playing less snaps when they're from behind, which when they're playing from behind, which they've had. Oh, yeah. Once pretty much all season. Out, he's out of the lineup. Yeah. Gio Bernard's been playing, I think it's like 56% of the snaps when they're behind. It's like, well, you're not handing it to Gio. So, like, can we do something <laughs> with these running backs? Like, you just so paid Gio a crap ton of money. Like, Right now, his his salary is like top 
puts him top 10 running back, like salary wise, like, and we're not even using the guy. Like what? I don't think this team has a plan at all. What if we trade him? I don't think anyone's going to take that contract. Like who, who would take that? Yeah. He doesn't have enough good tape on him. Um, yeah, remember the other point I was going to make too. William Jackson, actually, the thing is, like, okay, my thing with rebuilding is keep the young guys that if you can't get, like, here's the way I look at it. If we can get a second-round pick, that'd be awesome. But you also want to make sure, is our second-round pick going to be going to pan out better than our current production from William Jackson or our future of William Jackson? Um, he's kind of not done that well this year. I think he played well last year, and I think he has a bright future, and he's very young. So if we couldn't get anything better or anything, yeah, anything better than a second-round pick, I wouldn't trade him. And I don't think we could get a second-round pick for him. I mean, I... There's a, right. Nobody wants there's him. a lot... Of, well, yeah, no one wants him. There's a lot of cornerback needy teams right now i think you could definitely get a second for him um eagles yeah the eagles would probably take him honestly the thing is next offseason i mean you have to pay him and if he's he's gonna want that same contract that dre wants that dre got and they basically gave dre that contract based off of his kind of potential and he never actually panned out and that's all they have to go on with William Jackson. He had one good season, 2016, 2017, 2018. He was average to below average as a coverage corner. So, I mean, you'd really, at this point, it's like, he's almost 28 years old. He's older. Is that who he is? I mean, do you really want to pay a guy that much money to be another Drake or Patrick? We don't need another Dre Kirkpatrick. <laughs> and he also sucks at tackling. He might be worse at tackling than Dre. That's a tough statement. I, in today's NFL, you need cornerbacks that can tackle. I've only seen one person wrap up less than Dre Kirkpatrick, <laughs> and that's Vontez Burfitt. <laughs> but at least Vontez could hit you with his helmet hard enough to knock you down. Dre hits you with his helmet and bounces off of you. <laughs> Shit's sad as hell, man. He's just, he's very uncoordinated, he, which is insane. to watch him play. And like the thing is, he'll get burnt. And the only thing that saves him from looking like an absolute idiot is his speed. He can catch up and he can make a play on the ball yeah. even after he's been burnt. And that's saved him a lot of times. Yeah. But sometimes you'll be watching the game and he gets like turned around and you're like, how the hell is that wide receiver that open? They show a replay. Oh, Dre's running the wrong way. Like, boy, what the hell are you doing? And that's always been his problem because he's like, he might mess, like he might get beat, but if that's going deep, he can he can catch up to him. Right. But he can't get himself turned around to get eyes on the ball, so it's an automatic flag because he's looking at the wide receiver and he's putting his hands all over him. Like that's an automatic pass interference. Oh, yeah. And that's his downfall. I'd like to see the numbers on – how many interference calls he's had in his career. It's, I don't even want to see that number, honestly. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. We could have worse cornerbacks, but for that to be your number one starting cornerback, it's tough. 
This is real tough. I I hate this team so much. Like, yeah, just, they need to just blow it up. You know who Eagles probably will take instead of William Jackson? Chris Harris. Ooh, I could see that. I think the Eagles could offer like a mid, like third or fourth round, and then like a sixth round. Broncos will take it. Broncos are trash anyways. They aren't trying to tank, though. They're not, but Chris Harris, I'm pretty sure, has come out saying he wants traded. Or he's not going to re-sign, I think. It was the... Yeah, he's only on a one-year deal anyway. I'm, I was surprised he re-signed with him to begin with. I thought he was going to leave like Roby did. Yeah, if you're a cornerback like that, I don't know. Maybe he was thinking Denver was going to give him the bag. He didn't really get the bag. I mean, no, he, didn't. he got 10 mil, which, I mean, that's okay, but. He probably could have made more elsewhere, to be honest. Probably yeah. on team. Um, yeah. I bet, I don't know, the Eagles would be a scary team if he uh, did get traded there. They already would. They already are a nice team, but their secondary is their weakest. I'm actually, one. I'm just going to go back to being an Eagles fan. I used to be one, and I'm just going to go back to my roots. What the hell did you just say? Yeah, dude, when uh, Donovan McNabb and Brian Westbrook were there <laughs> and like the beginning of Desha- Deshaun Jackson's career. McNabb I was, was a pimp, I'll be honest with you. Dude, I, I was, was a huge McNabb. Eagles fan. Madden, like, 05, he was on the cover. He was, he was a beast. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, any other, like, trade deadline shit or no? Um, uh, I don't think I got anything else. Cool. All right. Um, whew, anything else you want to touch on NFL-wise? Otherwise, um, I can go ahead and get us into the big three. We have a pretty fire one this week. Um, yeah, I mean, before we do that, you want to just touch a little bit on NCAA. There's, there's actually two big games this weekend I'd like to talk about. Oh, I don't talk about that team up north. <laughs> shut, shut up. I'm just kidding. Lead us in, boy. Hold on. I thought there were two games. Now that I'm seeing this. Okay, well, the first game, uh, Saturday night, Michigan-Penn State. As we all know, Michigan's probably going to rip my heart out as usual. Um, Shea Patterson is most definitely going to look like ass. And... He's going to be the downfall of this team. And I hate to say it, but, you know, I think Jim Harbaugh's time is coming to an end. I'm glad you're finally admitting that. And it's just sad because I don't really know who else they would get. Like, there, there's not, like, many coaches that they could bring in that would be an instant upgrade over Harbaugh. But, like, it's just – It's I weird. Mean, it's like he's such a good coach and almost – Nobody that replaces him is going to be better, but it's like at that point where you're like, all right, we gave you this many years to do something. And I mean, happened. yeah, like the, I mean, the people in Ann Arbor are like, they're, you know, they're ready to riot and just, it's just, I mean, it's unfortunate because I actually saw a stat, uh, it was either today or yesterday, but his like one in six record against top 10 teams that's uh, 
if you actually if you actually take the record of all those teams that um, they lost to, it's thirty nine and zero. Oh shit! Yeah. All right. So those teams didn't lose any games. Somewhat impressive. Yeah. Still one and six though. <laughs> I know it's and then zero and four against Ohio State. You can't do that, man. Like no, you can't do that. Even though 2016. JT was short, and if I ever see that ref in public, bad things will happen. Would you recognize him? Actually, I do know who he is. All right, so you've been scouting him. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I I keep tabs on him. I have three mortal lock upsets of the weekend. You ready for this? Give it to me. First one, pretty easy pick here. Northwestern over Ohio State. I like that pick. Ohio State's really feeling themselves at number four this week. That's um, also uh, that's a Friday night game. I've actually never seen Ohio State play good on Friday night. No, nor haven't I ever seen them play I've on Friday night. Justin Fields play good on Friday night. <laughs> and the thing is, the book's out on Justin Fields. Look, he throws and he runs, and like that's the two things he does. But does he catch? Hmm. Also. Can we just mention how this game got pushed to Big Ten Network because Fox chose SmackDown over this? <laughs> I respect that move. <laughs> Friday Night SmackDown is way more watchable than this game. Yeah, uh, dude, that's, that's how I'm going to be spending my Friday night. Well, you know, I spent many years watching SmackDown on Friday Night. John Cena's still a thing, isn't he? I don't think he's on SmackDown. SmackDown's like the Kroger brand wrestling, I think. Is Jeff Hardy still around? No, I'm pretty sure that dude's like 50 years old. But uh, yeah, this is actually a pro wrestling podcast. But second Mortal Lock upset, Kentucky over Georgia. Oh, I would take that. I lost. I think they're going to spin out here. I could definitely see that happening. I, the only thing that would stop them would be Kentucky's quarterback is terrible. You know, sometimes you just got to run the damn ball. I think he's worse than, um, oh, who did they have? Patty Tolls. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know you're not talking shit about Patty. Uh, you'll like my third one, though. My third one, I'm taking Michigan over Penn State. Oh, God. Don't do that. Got upset of the week. Um, the only other thing I had with college football is tune in Saturday at 3.30 to see the Bengals' future quarterback take on Mississippi State. Uh, LSU and Jordan Burrow take on Mississippi State. That could actually be a decent game. It, it probably could, won't yeah. be so, they have a so good. but Decent defense, Mississippi State does. Yeah. But um, other than that, my boys... UC should get that easy W against Tulsa. Not too bad there. Really, the only ranked matchup is uh, Michigan, Penn State, and Arizona State, and Utah. But yeah. not really impressed by Arizona State, Utah. Utah's all right. Um, Arizona State. I mean, they could barely beat Michigan State at Arizona State. So, well, Michigan State's like a top two Big Ten team. Uh, they're like a bottom five. It'd really be young sometimes. All right. Yeah, we're going to end the NCAA part with that Michigan State diss. Also, uh, just to note, Michigan State has now had five players in the last week 
enter the transfer portal. Just want to throw that out there. Wait, what? What do you mean, what? I didn't hear... I don't know if you cut out or if I just wasn't listening. All I heard was transfer portal. Michigan State has had five players in the past week who have entered the transfer portal. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's... Yeah. That's a slap in the face, honestly. three Three of them were running backs, I think, or like two, and then there were like two wide receivers. They were all offensive players. It was like... Yikes. I think I think Mark D'Antonio's done. He'll probably you know, get a shot. I hate to see that. I love the D'Antonio Izzo match meetups in the middle of the field. Dude, he'll just get a job somewhere else and break a lot of rules and hide rapes and stuff and Well, okay, this isn't a whistleblower podcast. <laughs> and also I don't think that was true. But if it was you're going to hell, D'Antonio. <laughs> He deserves it, if that's true. Yeah, uh, that's something we can do. All right. On a lighter note, big three yeah. time. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. I'm actually excited for this. And if you've only been listening to the pod for this, I absolutely don't blame you. <laughs> uh, so big three this week. Picks came in. We got Lucas and Dustin's picks as well. Um, but... We are going with the best videos, our favorite funny videos. Um, it started out as like YouTube videos, but there's like funny vines and shit and like really any video on the internet. So uh, without further ado, um, yeah, we'll go ahead and go. Let's do Lucas. We'll go Lucas, Dustin. Cody and me, so that way we can... All right, you're going to have to give their picks because I don't have them written down. Oh, I'm ready. All right, so Lucas takes uh, Unforgivable, first overall, solid pick. Uh, If you haven't seen Unforgivable videos, pause this podcast right now and go watch that. Uh, I've not listened to a lot of teachers in high school because I was busy watching those Unforgivable (laughs) videos. So I, I did. I did thoroughly enjoy those videos. Good buddy uh, David Saunders, friend of the pod, absolutely loves those videos. <laughs> Every time you watch it, he'll cry laughing. So if you're ever in the presence of David Saunders, just randomly bring that video up to him. Uh, Dustin, Dustin's a big Vine guy, apparently. Uh, Dustin takes. What's up? My name is Logan Slimcock, and I'm here to party. I, I love that one. I haven't seen that video, but I'm gonna have to go watch it now because that's it's Evan Breen. So I'm a big I, I like Evan Breen. He's he hasn't like Evan Breen video yeah. on this list. He hasn't done anything funny recently. He's kind of going away from social media, but he used to be hysterical. Like if you the if you just go Vine. through his like Instagram account, like his videos oh, are yeah. hilarious. The death of Vine was a horrible thing for the internet. It really was, but TikTok is starting to slowly creep up into Vine territory. I maybe okay. TikTok can be funny to me, but I think I don't like it because the only TikTok account I follow is Sharon left me. <laughs> and those videos are so cringy and like just Did you have to actually that get TikTok real human beings? Oh, I I don't have the app. Yeah, you got to get the app. Then you'll then you'll go deep into it. That's uh, what happened to me. All right, I'm going to have to fuck with it. 
<laughs> All right, Cody, what are you taking first overall? All right, my first one is going to be Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> That's a great pick. I almost took that pick, and it was definitely going to be an honorable mention for me. Uh, That's like one of the OG videos, too. It really is. Like, that and um, I'm just going to say this because I know it's not on the list. The hiding in your window, snatching your people up. That was like <laughs> yeah. one of the first viral videos I can remember, too. That shit was funny. Um, with my first pick, my favorite video of all time. I can't not cry laughing when I watch it. Uh, it's called, to find it on YouTube, it's actually kind of hard to find. It's called This Damn Ass Rock, parentheses, original. This kid falls off his skateboard, and it's like two nine-year-old oh. kids. It's absolutely the funniest shit I've ever seen. I love that video. Um, that's If you pause this podcast to watch one of these videos, that's my number one recommendation. But that's probably biased because it's my pick. So, oh, all right. Uh, going snake draft. So I'm up again. I'm taking Grape Lady Falls. Wait, did Dustin go yet? Yeah, Dustin took. What's up? My name's Logan Slimcock. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, my bad. All right. Uh, what was yours again? Falls, all-time classic. It's where they're like standing in the buckets, mashing grapes, and she oh, yeah. falls on her face, and it's like this gut-wrenching sound. <laughs> that is, that's a good I one. I can't even describe it, but this shit's funny. I feel bad, actually, for laughing, but I'm sure she's all right. All right, Cody? All right. My second one. Uh, I mean, this is this is on YouTube. Uh, but it's pretty much just, uh, I mean, it got famous on Vine. It's, um, so it's that college football coach when they come back in the locker room after victory and he gets everyone silent and he's like, tell them to bring me my money. <laughs> what? You've never seen that? No. Dude, I, you have to. Holy shit. Just Wait, look it up on YouTube. Name? What's the name of the video? It's. In cat football locker room after defeating the uh, ECU Pirates. In cat like I N C A T. Yeah, no, just N C A T. What the hell? In cat football video. Yeah, wow. just. All right, this should better be worth it. So I'm taking. I'm writing your pick down. In cat football video. Oh, against ECU Pirates. Oh shit! This is loud. Can you hear it? Are you playing it right now? Yeah. No. All right, cool. Go towards the end. You don't have to watch. It's like a minute long. All right. I'll give my live reaction here. <laughs> All right, that's a pretty good video. <laughs> Tell them, bring me my money. Right. Uh, I can't believe I've never seen that video. Dude, that... That's like always just popping up on Twitter. You, dude. Yeah, it's like that's always pops up on like when someone gets paid or something. Or oh no, like, I legit have never seen that. Oh gosh, so funny. He like gets it dead silent. He's like, <laughs> tell them give me my money. Um. All right, Dustin coming back with another vine here. I, I think. Um. I actually had never seen this till he showed it to me when making these picks, but uh, it's called Can You Hand Me a Napkin? Oh, <laughs> with your boy, uh, uh, what's his name, the dude that Dustin likes so much? Oh, Nicoletti? Yeah. That one's, uh, 
I actually do like that one a lot. That's I did not find that video funny. But I won't talk about another man's big three picks like that. All right, so Dustin takes Can You Hand Me a Napkin by Nick Coletti. Uh, Lucas with back-to-back picks, taking Saw Dude, all-time classic. Yep. Good one. Can't go wrong with Saw Dude. And uh, my favorite Evan Breen video, Lucas takes Give Him My Hat Back, Jordan. He wants the Uncle <laughs> Cracker and all. Oh, uh, love it. Gosh. Uh... That was like one of the first Vines I remember watching too. Yeah, that was <clears throat> he was huge on Vine. Just he was like he's probably the one that made it so famous, like Yeah, he's like naturally funny. Shit's good. Um Dustin, last pick. Pretty solid one. Just trying to bald my bros. Uh it's a pretty funny video. You have to kind of see it to understand what's going on. Cause it's like if you just listen to it, they're just like talking, but then they're like dancing while talking oh yeah (laughs) super goofy looking but it's pretty funny uh cody last pick oh hold on um i'm i'm actually gonna change mine (laughs) okay okay but i i do wanna i'm gonna say my other one is an honorable mention all right deal after after you finish um so i'm changing my last pick it's an evan bream one uh to dying (laughs) Have you seen that one? I think I think I know what you're talking about. I'm gonna have to watch it. It's four minutes long and like oh shit, all four minutes is just pure comedy. Wait, is it where he's acting like two different people? He's acting like three different like a, people. Like the one where he's acting like his mom. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's funny, dude. That is a good ass video. That's a good pick. Oh. I love that video. I didn't know it was called Dying. <laughs> Oh, I'm oh, going to watch that it after sense. this. Yeah, that shit's funny. I'm going to go watch all these after this. Um, okay, with the last pick, last but not least, the Apparently Kid. Oh, like the video is called Apparently This Kid is Awesome. Have you seen that? It's like a little chubby redhead kid. Uh, he's like, they're interviewing him for like a news website or no news station, and he just rode like a roller coaster. And this shit's, I hope my kid is like this. This shit's funny as hell. He's like the kid, I know you've seen the video because he says, like, and apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that video. Um, yeah, that rounds out. That's 12 videos that you should be going to watch right now after you finish this podcast. So, all right. I've got, a, I've got two honorable mentions I like to mention here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, the first one is a vine. Uh, it's the so no head vine. Have you seen that one? What's it called? It's called so no head. Mm, I don't think so. It just it's like seven seconds. Just go watch it on it's on YouTube. Um, and then my second one is the uh, when that when the weather guy is interviewing that little kid at like the fire. Like he's buying fireworks or something. <laughs> yes, and that was my, my honorable mention. And, and he's asking him, and he's like, "Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy?" And the, the guy is just like, "Okay, where are your parents?" <laughs> he's like, "Where's this kid's parents?" That's a good uh, ass video. 
Um, there's a lot of good finds I wanted to mention. There was a whole thread I was trying to find on Twitter. The thread like has all, a bunch of good ones, like the one where the uh, it's like the black newscaster guy. Oh yeah, he's like he like swallows a bug. Yeah. Oh my fucking shit! Get me out of this hillbilly ass. That good ass. That's a good one. Um. Oh, man, if I sat here and thought, I bet I could think of a bunch of good honorable mentions. If you have any good ones, hit us with some good videos that we missed. um, Because I'm sure there's tons out there, and I would love to watch them. So hit us with those links. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I'm sure – actually, I haven't listened to the full episode from Lucas and Dustin, but I'm sure they covered the games this weekend. Um, if they haven't, there's three things you can bet on. Actually, four. Well, Sam Darnold's back, and Jets' defense might be legit, and they're playing a weak Patriots offense. So, and CJ Mosley's back. Yeah, I actually wouldn't bet against the Jets, but I would bet against the Dolphins, against the Bengals, and against the Redskins. Um, oh, I'm still alive in my King of the Hill. Only 10 of us left. I'm taking the 49ers this week against the Redskins. Dear God, I could use this $1,300. So so far, so good. Um, So, yeah, 49ers, my mortal lock of the week. Cody, who's yours? My mortal lock is... I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs tonight. Ooh. Over the Broncos. Joe Flacco on Thursday night, dude? Are you serious? (laughs) They don't call him Joey Primetime for nothing. Is that what it is? Yep. So that's what John. Uh, that's what John. Uh, that's what Elway calls him. <laughs> but all right, let's stop wasting you guys' time so you can get to these videos. Yeah, I can hear that your dog needs you. Yeah, she's probably gonna shit on my floor. So, um, <laughs> final thoughts are. When a dog barks, take her out before she poops on the floor. How about you, Cody? Um, I would agree with that statement there. And, yeah, just, you know, send us links if if there's any videos that we missed. Um, you know, we'll definitely acknowledge okay, you. We we'll might watch them. We'll see. Yeah, we'll send a retweet to all of our 89 <laughs> followers. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. If you're trying to get Twitter famous. <laughs> But all right, enjoy this fresh remix. Hell yeah. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees.